June 4, 2023. It's a Watt for Pedro show.
Pedro Show. Happy Sunday. Yeah, we don't usually do Sunday, but for Joe Berardi, yes. <laughs> ah, you can tell people I ain't man alone because of those software engineers from Estonia with their Skype invention. I got with me once again on the Watt for Pedro Show, Joe Berardi. Welcome hello, again. Hello. Absolute. Absolute. Uh, let's tell the people what they just heard. We start off the show with Liberia. This is one of the first recordings of John Coltrane Quartet in 1960, so it's probably Re- Reggie Workman on a bass. They hadn't found Jim Garrison yet. And then F-Hole theme. Joe Berardi from his brand new album. Brother Joe, let me know the story behind this new album from you. Yeah, well, it, it's um, it's something I, I kind of spent the pandemic working on because I finally, I've been wanting to do something like this for ages and, and never really had the time. You know how it is, you, you know, you I kind of tend to put my, my own stuff on the back burner and it never gets done. Um, so the pandemic hit and it's like, I have all this free time. It's like, I'm going to do this. So, uh, I did. And because I I had the free time, uh, I could take way too long (laughs) to make it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I didn't have deadlines or anything. So I think the line line from Vlad Lennon is give them enough rope. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, um, so, but you know, I'm, I'm happy with the way it turned out and I don't, I don't, uh, I don't feel like it's overworked, although, you know, I'm just, it was just it, it's just me uh, sitting in my in my house um, working on it by myself. So, you know, you do have that luxury of if you want to overwork it, you can. And I tried not to. But, um, yeah, so I just built it up slowly over like over about a two year period. Some of the stuff um, I had written um several years before and a couple of things I had started recording um years ago but i kind of just never never really finished it so but most most everything was written and recorded in that in that two-year period and um so it's it's just a collection of um you know they're kind of loosely tied together mostly because of the, the method and just the way i tend to write um but you know it's it's um a collection of atmospheres and you know i mean a lot of people said it sounds soundtracky and 
I, I agree with that. That wasn't the intent, but um, I just wanted to create some drama for each each piece, you know, whatever that that means. Like the one you played, F O theme. Yeah, uh, that actually is uh, that that actually was is the F hole theme. F hole is my my little electronic company. You know, we talked about that before. I make uh, stomp boxes, effects pedals. Yeah, stomp boxes and and also do circuit bending and all that. So I, I used to do, um, I didn't work on that during the pandemic, which is a, the other thing I could have spent my time doing, but um, I chose to make this record instead. Anyway, um, that I, for my demos, that little theme was, was what I used for the video demos, you know? So I wrote that with that purpose and then I kind of fleshed it out and made it all of 30 seconds long to make it, uh something for the album to open the album but that's that's the story behind that there's not much to it but um i mean i we you know beat the Minutemen by 30 seconds on that one. <laughs> <laughs> i remember uh, the first wire album had a they opened up the b-side with a song called the uh, instrumental called the commercial oh yeah oh okay that that record was real big on the Minuteman. so because that's where we got the idea of little songs because we were so feeling guilty about learning from Blue Oyster Cult and Creedence Clearwater Revival. We thought <laughs> using that format, no one, you know, we, we could be born in 1977 with all the other punk rockers. Right, right. Well, <laughs> it, it's pretty funny. It's totally funny. It Look, worked well for you guys, though. Yeah, well, we were lucky. I, I, I think it was p p a big piece of that was being part of the movement. With no movement, there would have been no minute. It was just me and D Boom playing, which was good for us. But yeah. nobody, it would have been a secret. <laughs> Under, yeah, very yeah, underground. Be, <laughs> Conspiracy of two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so thank you, movement. Yeah, yeah. And uh, also, you were part of that and are part of that. So thank you. For uh, be becoming yeah, part yeah. of the fabric. Look, you gave me this other tune, Slope. I want to play that. Expedition downstream. Uh -uh -uh. Gliding across the bayou's glass, so frosty, nary a critter chirps nor stirs. As copper comes the sun, ebbing back the blear, climbs bald cypress and mossy oak alike. Hoary morning flies outward, rippling cold flash, crystalline of wet, rolling sway to the dawn. Her meniscus tensed in bronzing slivers, from whence these craggy silhouettes rise into gloom. 
Then a cormorant croaks as the seething stratum descends. Through fear, the sky ignites the mist, falls in jets of perplexing flocks, a threnody of tessellating and flying sparks, careen in and out of existence, pulsing the dawn. Inevanescent swarms upon the limb, patterns of fauna fall upon upturned whim, receiving the kindly plague as manna. On their knees the trees in water knelt, reflecting upon visitors who dealt imposition. Or time that will never be the same again. These parallels are striking cognition blind, aspirating the unwilling participants with treacherous spores and glitter with lies, inhaled like unlimited and sateless fodder. Sedated, revolving audiences are neck deep in that bog. Leeches and mud bugs approach. While floating on that brackish cusp, teases a blessed salvation or the swimming cottonmouth. Data swarms land upon the algae water with neither a splash nor gust. Then all the nets are pulled in.
Watch for Pedro Show. Start off that chunk of music. Joe Berardi from a new record. And this tune's slow. You know, there's a great uh, singer, Tokyo, named Tenko. And she had an album called Slope. Oh, I, of that. I know of Tenko, yeah. Uh-huh. Incredible voice. Right, she played guitar for a long while also, and uh, but now just a singer. And Yeah, and one of her projects, I, you know, down the road, she's been, she still is active. Very intense. Right, right, right. Okay. You know, I, I wasn't thinking of that when I titled that song. but uh, Well, you know, you can't it. copyright a title, and maybe that's for that reason. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's um, <laughs> like have you ever heard the Tripod Jimmy version of Autumn Leaves? He <laughs> liked the one Frank sang. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. It's not like oh, <laughs> you know, whatever. You know, titles are. T- it's trippy about titles. I, you know, we got into that when you were on. You know, when do they come? When you're composing, you know, a lot of people that thing they stick on last. Somebody like what? You need it from the get go to maintain focus. Uh, brand new from uh, Ghost Moon. There's a collab with Brian Day, who made me the string exciter. Speaking of tone bed and stuff like that, Brian Day, out of Iowa originally, but he's up in NorCal these days. An incredible inventor with this kind of stuff. And he did a collab here with Ghost Moon, Strawberry Moon. After that, brand new from Model Home, D.C. area. Great duet. Breath of Air, part two. Joe Barardi with Pretty Ballerina. What are the other kind? <laughs> I guess... I've been reading that a large part of the ballerina history has been a lot of exploitation on those ladies. Fucking horrible dirt behind the daydream shit. Um, yeah, you're probably right. I don't really know the details. Of I that. didn't either. I didn't either. Because yeah. in my mind, it's always, yeah, the most happening, trained, disciplined, beautiful, elegant. Right, uh, right. exactly. But like most things human, there's a, another side. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah. uh, I was going to say, it almost reminds me of like uh, gymnasts, you know, like. Um, the, the, almost showbiz moms, right? You got their kids pracking at three years old. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Despierta, Catnip and Tuffy meme remix from Catnip featured O L I V I A. The Drift Institute after that was Street Interlude. Trippy Proj Drift Institute. Kind of. Maybe the new version of the Serge Gainsbourg spiel kind of spoken. Stooges. A lot of people don't know, but the original title of Shake Appeal People is Tight Pants. It had different words, hence Tight Pants. And here's the thing, uh, like the demo, I guess. Uh, Joe Berardi after that with Walt's Dreams of a Cigarette Girl. So ladies dancing. I, I, I detected a tema. Uh, yeah, maybe so, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's no coincidence why I put them close to each other, Joe. Right, right. Okay, Cube after that with Separation's Natural. Mio Clono, Birth of a Robot. Bombas Prended from their album, We're an American Bot. If you must speak, please whisper. And finally, Icon, Joe Berardi. So, yeah, you can chime in and enlighten us to any of those uh, four pieces. Um, yeah, let's see. Um, well, uh, Icon, that was the last one. That one started as uh, with a so just a little guitar chordal sequence and um i'm not a i'm not a very good guitar player but um i do i have i actually started on guitar when i was 12 before before i even played drums and so i've always kind of dabbled in it um and i never spent much time trying to be a guitarist but i i, I do like it so that's that's kind of based around a guitar but it's got a you know kind of a kind of a european soundtracky melodic part to it that um so that's that uh what else did you do? Uh, the Wall Street's Cigarette Girl. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's the oldest 
um, composition on the on the thing. It's um, I wrote that a long time ago. I started it a long time ago, and it's gone through all these different versions and variations. But I, I've always liked it, so I pulled it back out for this and kind of rewrote it and re-recorded it from scratch. So Re- uh, repurposed, I think, is the current word. Yes, that's that's right. Exactly, <laughs> repurposed, and I hacked it. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> It's a hack of the, yeah. Hacks used to be guys who dr- uh, drove carts, right? Yeah, taxi drivers. Right, right. Hacks and uh, or or showbiz hacks, you know. Sure, sure. That more slang, but I mean, that was an actual like a job. Yeah, yeah. Pushing a hat would meant driving a taxi. Right. Yeah. And before that, carts like uh, guys on coaches, right? Coachmen. Oh right, yeah. So anyway. Um, Pretty yeah, ballerina. That, pretty ballerina. Well, that's that's the Left Bank song. It's that's the cover on this this album. And I think they called that Baroque Rock. Yeah, it, it was called that. <laughs> Don't walk day. away. Renee was their big hit, right? Yeah, that, that's really a great song. I love both those songs. Um, and uh, that, yeah, that one. I always liked that since I was a kid. You know, so um, it kind of it kind of happened. To, I happened to record it by accident because I it was just a, I got this um, sample library that I really liked. It was kind of a um, Celeste yeah. uh, on, for a keyboard, so I had that sound, and I I wanted to kind of explore it. So I I just did a kind of a quick little. I just played that song, and I wanted to hear the what the keyboard sounded like, and and it kind of came out quirky and. I kind of liked it, so I, it's another one I dr- I dug out and re redid and repurposed, repurposed, <laughs> made it you know made it complete because I didn't even. I'll tell you a tune with the Celeste that you might not know is a uh, penetration uh, on the uh, Raw Power Stooges. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That and then uh, Brother Steve would play like of course a Casio doing a sample of it, but at the gigs doing that. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, June 4, twenty twenty three. Special guest Joe Berardi. What Pedro show hold tight hour two June 4, 2023, second hour Watt show.
Watford Pedro Show, start off the second hour. Joe Berardi with the Swedish Taboo. Then we had a little excerpt, 1941 live uh, radio broadcast. Duke Ellington's band, the bass man Jimmy Blatt, and this guy was a big influence on people and a good friend of Charlie Christian. I'm reading the, the Goins McKinney bio on him now. Uh, Sepia Panorama. Right. <laughs> Duke, remember, I don't know if you know about his composing, but he got in it. Heavy subjects like that. Uh, Sam Bennett, Crosswalk, Joe Berardi. Big Italian-style mixed-fried people. You ain't freaking out. It is deja vu all over again. You heard it last time he was on the show, but he was just coming on with the album, and this was the only one, in his words, presentable. Then. Yeah. yeah. Then Smudges. Uh, uh, Neil Klein, buddy. Uh, Jeff Gautier, uh, fiddle player. I wonder if oh, he yeah. says that. I know, Jeff. I guess if it's on your arm, it's a fiddle. If it's on your shoulder, then it's a violin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the bigger size, right? Viola, Heather Lockie, right? And Spotsky played it, so he called it the Fidola because he played it on the fucking arm. Smudges, <laughs> brand new record. Music of Chance and Memory of John Cage. And finally, uh, Fortellini, Joe Barardi. Yeah. yeah. Right? So, uh, yeah. Let, oh, well, since we got the one holdover from the other show, tell us how that evolved. Yeah, that one, that the big Italian style mix fry is um, was is another of the old old ones that I started years ago. Put it aside, um, but I like the way it sounded, and so I actually used the the first half as the original recording that I did. Um, but yeah, I just kind of finished it out. That's just a little um, kind of kind of a it sounds it sounds italian sounds european yep um and it third man right what 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 is it i think it's a zither third man it's so fucking loud in the soundtrack oh yeah that's right cotton right uh, yeah 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 it's that kind of sound um the the one i i used a mandolin sample on that one for the melody but it's got that quality the stringy quality right right and then it goes into um, it goes into an electronic ending, and yeah, you know, it's that's kind of like the the updated where where it went, you know, like it's it started out kind of a more folky Italian sounding, and then it ended up electronic. I don't know why, but um, that had, there it is. I um, think they yeah. are, I think some other contemporary spiel would be so go with arc. Yeah, it has. That's right. It has the arc from <laughs> to yeah. So and what about Swedish 19- taboo? <laughs> uh, Swedish taboo. Yeah, um, that uh, again. It's it. It also has a. I mean, I I called it that. It's it's partly a pun, but I also I kind of thought it sounded like the soundtrack to a, a softcore Swedish porn film from the seventies. Okay. Uh, so and it, you know it's it's very it's very melodic and, and um, kind of pleasant sounding I think yeah. I, in my mind I don't know but um, yeah I, that, you know it's it's uh, what, what, what are those uh, uh, camera guys they they put the Vaseline on the lens for the soft focus that's right <laughs> yeah you know that, you know that, you're that, speaking that, cinematic and shit. You know Cliff Martinez, big man, a drummer man, right? And big with soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. Go to his website. Oh my god! Yeah, no, he did really well. Uh, he he started with, um, uh, with I forget that director's name. 
uh, do you remember the director he worked with? No, I don't. I, well, if you told me the names, probably. But I, I went to his site and I couldn't believe it. But I think there's something about a drummer, man. Neat, you know, their perception is more big picture. Could be right. Yeah, you might be right. I mean, we sit back and, you yeah. know, sort of supply the the sort of bed and the rhythm for the, the rest of the band. Right. And we listen and we hear it all, you know. So right. um, when it comes time to, to do it, I mean, a lot of people, you know, I mean, not very many in this case with, with say, my record, but some people would, you know, think, okay, a drummer's doing a solo album. Oh, is it going to be like a bunch of drum solos? You know, I mean, that's the interpretation of what that should be or would be. And, um, you know, that was the last thing I would want to do. I, I, although I, I wouldn't I, mind doing a record like that. But. I think the Dave Lombardo album, have you heard that yet? It's, oh, it's no, kind of like that, but it's pretty good. I know. Like the last thing you want to hear is an album full of drum solos, maybe, but maybe <laughs> not. His, I, I only heard one song from it, but it is pretty trippy. It's pretty well, trippy. Well, that's cool. Yeah. That's... Yeah, amazing cat. Okay, uh, here you gave me this. Uh, well, no, we should. Uh, you should speak a little about uh, Fortellini. Oh, Fortellini is is kind of the it's kind of the prog rock song. Of, yeah, of the, right, uh, right, right. It's um, <clears throat> yeah, it's well, it's got it's got a I use some Mellotron on that, so it it does have that quality. I've always loved that sound since I first heard it. And, you know, with the Fibonacci's, we, we had a Mellotron that we, we used to cart around. Yeah. I was going to ask who had to fucking schlep that motherfucker. Yeah, we, we had one, you know, one sort of roadie, whoever, you know, that helped us. But I mean, it was, it was a beast. Cause it took, it took like four people to. Yeah. Let me tell the listeners, people, it's basically a keyboard tied to eight tape recorders. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Do you remember, you remember, um, what's that club in uh, the I-Beam in San Francisco? Absolutely. Mondays were punk night. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you played there a million times. Yeah. We did did too. And I don't know if you remember the load-in, but you'd pull in on 8th Street. 8th Street. This this steep, steep flight of stairs up to the club. And uh, we would drag that thing up there. It was insane. But, you know. (laughs) We, that was that was what we did. Nowadays, you know, you you can have that in your pocket, right? You right. Have on your phone, but but they, there's nothing like that sound. I, I always no. loved it. So it's great, like that song, uh, uh, "Sue Egypt," uh, "Dock at the Radar Station." Oh Love yeah, that. I think yeah. it's Eric Drew Feldman playing it. Look, you yeah. gave me this visit to Madame Germain. Thank you. 
Watch for Pedro Show at Chunky Music Star with Joe Berardi doing Visit to Madame Germain and John Truby with Infinity, Infinity, Vast Dark Infinity. Joe Berardi again, Cheap Lo Fi Spy. Wow, yeah, the Double Knot Spy, huh? Just uh, yeah. I was just thinking of Alex Cunningham and Claire uh, Rousset with Pressure Event. And finally, Joe Berardi, Cathedral of Pious Women. Where are the other kind? Okay. <laughs> 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 Probably not in the cathedral. That's, that's or maybe on the next are. record. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. A visit to Madame Germain. Yeah. So, so this one is, um, you know, a couple of these songs. Uh, the inspiration was um, sort of uh, visual art, like, and so that the visit to Madame, a visit to Madame Germain is a, is a, I think it's a, might just be a pencil drawing or, or whatever by Otto Dix, you know, the German. Uh, sure. Yeah, uh, and I saw that a long time ago, and always always liked it, but also also just it brought up a lot of imagery to me. So it's not it's not trying to like I guess I kind of like made a little short film in my mind just from that painting. You know what I mean? And so the the music is my imag- imaginary film that that painting you know evoked. So that so there's the title for that, and and it does go through three different kind of. Uh, phases. Uh, I don't know if you you want to art speak that for me, Mike. You can. Uh, well, but it, think, has, it has three different phases that it goes through and moods and. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of the Rocky Erickson song, "The Interpreter." Oh, really? I don't know that one. Yeah, he goes to the interpreter. You know, will he hand you his car? Will he hand you his keys? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it was on the single he did when he was making his comeback after getting out of the hospital. I think the other side was Bermuda. Yeah, yeah. Well, he. Yeah, I don't know too much about him, but I know he does some real interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah. Trippy and a great um, voice, a little Richard-inspired uh, kind of voice. Oh, yeah. And uh, cheap lo-fi spy. Like I, I mentioned, people out there, Joe Berardi's also the drummer man for Double Knot Spy. Yeah, Double Knot Spy Car. Spy Car. Yeah. Forgot yeah. the car part. Sorry. Yeah. So that that one, the cheap lo-fi spy, is is actually um, mostly. Uh, I have a, you know, the octagon, you know, that um, instrument. It was sure. It's kind of like a um, econo electronic. Yeah. I was going to say like a poor man's Mellotron. <laughs> it was, um, it was, I think it was made by Montgomery Ward back in the day in the seventies. And it, it was like a Mellotron, except instead of tapes, it, it played these laser disc type of things. These, these clear discs. And um, anyway, it, it's it's a similar thing, and it has it has um, grooves and bass lines, and but they're they're really wonky sounding, really lo-fi. Uh, so I use that as a basis for for that piece, you know. Um, By the way, just, do you remember the yeah, spy versus uh, the spy versus spy from Mad Magazine? Right, that, that those guys had something to do with your band name in that other band. That I think the artist just passed away. Oh, um, uh, Don Martin. Did he? Did, did uh, we've lost several Mad Magazine guys in the last year? The guy, yeah. who, the guy who drew in the margins, the Aragonese guy. Uh, uh, the, I'm not. The, I'm the, not sure. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Or maybe he's still around. He's like a hundred. But I know we just lost the editor a couple weeks ago. Yeah, Al I do Jaffe, remember that. Al Jaffe. Yeah. Right, Look, right, we're at right. the end of the second hour, June 4, 2023 Dish Wap Peter, so special guest Joe Barardi. Hold tight for hour three. June 4, 2023, it's the third hour of the Waffle Pedro show. 
sometimes like a shoelace Which of a sudden snaps when pulled taut by the hand To which till then it went unnoticed Now Knotted the broken ends become a sign of worry But to a portent of good fortune And mnemonic a scar, a tattoo For the adventures of a shoe So drawn by the hand of memory Of desire by your hands This heart aches To be mended, remembered Is scars and knots To mark a happiness Past, present, or yet to come Sometimes like a shoe 
button the broken ends become a sign of worry but to a portent of good fortune and mnemonic a scar a tattoo for the adventures of a shoe
always did, and he still got it, and it was just so cool to see. And we chatted, and yeah, he's just a great guy. So I just wanted to tell you that it was really fun. Yeah, Georgie was always a guy who starts with the hi hat part. I told you it's such a <laughs> trippy way he learned drums. He bought a Who album, right? The My Generation one, and he bought Stan uh, Billy Cobham Spectrum. Oh, really? Right. <laughs> so you're coming from those two albums right with some headphones in your shed and then you're teaching yourself and yeah he, yeah. he found his his voice or whatever on the drums and he just stuck with it. he's beautiful yeah well it's interesting that you that those those two records were the ones because they're i mean the drumming on both of those is just what a way to start you know it's like if that's what your idea of, that's what drums are supposed to do uh that kind of makes sense how he ended up cause, and you know you it's know. a trip because nobody picked you know i remember he just did out of his own mind. He, he just yeah. said, I'm going to be, because he was making surfboards. He says, you know, fuck oh. this shit. I want to change. I want to use the shed instead of building surfboards. I want to play drums there in the backyard. <laughs> so he just went for it. Georgie's a, you know, make it be so type of cat. Let's tell yeah. the people what they start. Uh, we heard start the third hour. Joe Berardi with another album, people. This is a different album. This is Joe Berardi with Stuart Liebig, the bass man, also Buddy Adele's client. I guess he was in the block, that wave band with him. Uh, so when, yeah, they had they were in block together. When yeah. uh, Nels Klein had like the hair on one side, right? He almost looked like David <laughs> Bowie with the waterfall on one side. Well, Force Fed is the name of the tune. Then we had, this is a big, Vinnie Golia just made a collab record. Another friend of uh, Nels Klein, right? Uh, Reed Man, great cat. The Pastel Precipice with uh, Patrick Shiroshi, Sikora, uh, Skrasowski, Wedman and Zappa. I don't know which Zappa this is. Maybe one of the younger ones or cousin. No. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know about this band? I, not exactly that band, but I know about Vinny's big major projects that he's working on. Okay. This just um, came out and I thought it'd go good with your stuff. Then uh, Blues Poles from your new album. Noisuke after that, Everyday Shoelace. Of course, what else are you going to call it? And then finally, <laughs> Berardi with... Delirium Carnale. Carnale, yeah. Uh-huh. Carnale. Like, it's not Jerry Casale, people, in Devo. It's Casale. Right? Right. 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 Exactly. Yeah. yeah, he was just on the show a couple months ago. And, you know, he's oh. in his 70s, just had a baby. Well, his wife. Really? I wouldn't wow. shit you, Joe. So, so, so tell me about this proj with Stuart. The stink, his thing was always stink bug, right? He did have a, a thing called stink bug. He had a lot of different, these sort of, I don't know if they were short lived or, or ongoing, but they were, he had a lot of different projects. And, you know, I've been playing with Stuart in uh, his main thing, the Mentones. I don't know if you ever saw or heard of that, but. No, I don't. Cool. With Bill Barrett on Chromatic Harmonica. You know Bill, right? Sure. sure. Well, I don't know him personally that well, but I know of his work. He's great. Yeah, so it was me and Stuart and, and um, Tony Atherton on alto sax. Oh, yeah, and Bill from Bazooka. On. Yeah, exactly. So that was the um, sort of ongoing band. Um, and then there were a few little variations on that band, offshoots with a couple of different people. Dan Klukas played with us. and Trumpet man. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, But Stuart and I, you know, since we had this long history of playing together, we, we started doing duets occasionally whenever we could find a gig. Basically we, we do improv duets. So this, that recording comes from a one night. Uh, I don't even remember the year, but um, several years ago we did a, a 
we had a live, a really good uh, recording of the live show that we did, and so uh, we didn't we didn't have the multi track. We just had the master, but it sounded a two track master, but it sounded really good. It was really well done. So we um, kind of tweaked it a little bit, and and I just thought I should put it up on Bandcamp. So, and people seem to like it. it it's it's uh, but it's all improv, and it's um, I'm doing drums and percussion and some electronics and. Stuart's doing bass and, you know, pedals and electronics and all his thing, you know. Was it, yeah, his was he bass. working like the six string? Well, at least. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think he, I don't, I don't know, if he's listening, he'll get mad if I get it wrong, but I think he might have an eight string, I don't know. Uh, he's got a lot of strings on there. Uh, but he, he, you know, he makes it work and he, you know, it, sure, it's, sure. it's really great because he, he's such a wide range of sounds and, you know, not just pitch range, but just. Um, well, of course, because, ba- you know, I came to thinking as a boy, right? Oh, four string guitar. As I got less younger, four string drum set. Really, I'm, I'm, really, <laughs> right. I'm really getting into right. that. In fact, I just put flat wounds on one of my basses. Because there's, yeah. you know, those overtones, they bogart the fucking percussive element. Look, am I pronouncing yeah. this right? Golden Ava? Like Ava uh, Gardner? Golden Ava. 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 Okay, okay, okay. Let's listen. Like- Thank you. 
Bot for Pedro show. Last music for this edition. Start that chunk off with Joe Berardi, new album, and Golden Ava. Uh, Niagara Golden after that with three, just the numeral. Treacherous Jaywalkers. This is Charlie Hayden's son, Josh. And this is 39 years ago, people. He's a teenager, and he had a band called Treacherous Jaywalker. And it's got it's a prack, right? And you can hear what it's like when uh, people at prack uh, start having conversations about what they want to play. So, a little insight there. And then finally, Mother of the Sun, Joe Berardi. Beautiful, beautiful tune. Tell me about yeah, Mother of you. the Sun. Mother of the Sun is is um, is the other kind of prog rocky one, to me anyway. Um, and kind of symphonic, through, kind of symphonic. Kind of symphonic, is that what you said? Yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, I, I can see that. That also uses some Mellotron. Um, <clears throat> again, really have a fondness for that sound. But, yeah, Mother of the Sun, um, it's got, you know, it's it started out with this little um, acoustic. It's kind of funny. Uh, I had this little idea of a, this acoustic guitar riff. I have a classical guitar that I like to play. And um, so I put it down uh, on my, I recorded it on my phone because <clears throat> I like the, the idea. And then when it came time, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm in this, I sort of stitched that to the second half of the song. This is a little more melodic part. Uh, the proggy part, let's say. And um, when I went to record, re-record the um, the uh, classical guitar, it's a nylon string. I, and long story short, is I ended up using the my iPhone recording. I just <laughs> like I like the quality better, you know. I mean, like the, I used real mics, and uh, you know, I don't have any super fancy gear here, but I have okay gear, you know. And um, I ended up using the iPhone better which is kind of funny and surprising to me but look look let your ears judge right they did some tests with bottled water and then water from a fucking guard hose <laughs> guess which one was winning all the fucking, yeah, yeah. The fucking guard hose water yeah there's nothing like the taste of plastic in your, in your water you know <laughs> take okay. you back to your childhood okay what about golden ava ava sorry Golden Ava. Um, well, you know the title. There's, there's. It's not about any particular Ava, but there is Ava Gardner who, uh, as you say, broke Sinatra's heart, and I can see why because she incredible. was quite a, quite a, quite a beauty, and just uh, also just had this kind of mysterious, low key quality that it was. Uh, you know what she had to work at? Hollywood yeah. made her lose her North Carolina accent. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then she ends up with the, in Spain watching bullfights, right, and hanging out with matadors. That I did not know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The Barefoot Contessa, right? That's the statue that Frank put in his bath. What's next for you? Like, dudes get done with an album, and like, man, that took a lot of work. But right away, what's, what, I'm ready for the next one. Are you like that? <laughs> uh, to make the next one? Yeah. Well, no, you know, it's kind of funny you say that, because when I finished this, um, I I didn't want to do anything. Uh, musical, and I'm not musical, but I mean, I didn't want to record or write anything. And um, several months went by, and then I then I started to get the itch again. But I haven't actually picked up and started the next record, but I really want it. But yeah, I went through a period after this was done, where I just didn't. I was glad to have it done, really satisfied, and I just didn't didn't want to think about 
doing it again for a while. So it took a little bit to come come back, but yeah. Well, when you get the next one done, will you please come back on the show and we can I would play it to. and listen uh, to it? Yes, yeah. absolutely. Hey, I, I just want to give a, uh, a title of the things. If if anybody's interested, and in, uh, you can you know stream it, all the streamers, and then I have my Bandcamp page just under my name. But it's called Minor Miracles and Major Epiphanies. That's the title of the album, and so you can um, and tell me about know, tell me about your website. Your website's very interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, I built that just to present to have something to sort of present the album on. You know, my website is just JoeBerardi.com, and it's that's it's, it. B e r a r d i. Right, go there. It's very interesting, people. It's a rabbit hole. <laughs> that's another current <laughs> slang, right? We're gonna use. We're gonna be all up to date, Joe. Great. I really, really appreciate you uh, having me on well, again. No it's great. I can't wait to have you back. Truly, keep right. on keeping on, right? Okay, people. It's been the June 4, twenty twenty three edition. What Peter Shokin? You're right.